Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. And we are just very happy to report that we are back now from the vet, and Sonny is just fine. He just went for his two-year checkup, and everything checked out A-OK, and he um, is happy as a little clam. Actually, he's snuggled in right here on the couch with me right now, and we're just resting after an exciting day at the vet, right? Yeah, everything was just dandy, so... Um, Well, that's good news. So welcome, everybody. And I was wondering, uh, wanted to pick your brains a bit about what you think in terms of. And I was thinking, um, you know, some crafters think, what's that on your face, honey? Let me get that. Um, They think in terms of seasons. Yeah, so they go forward into the next crafting season. So say we're in July. There's um, the fall season, which can incorporate all of the beautiful splendor of fall itself. Um, There's also, you can incorporate within that the Halloween, the Thanksgiving. Hi, Holly. That's the African Grey chirping away in the kitchen because, yes, he knows we're doing a podcast right now. Um, And also Christmas. Or you could separate all the holidays out separately and approach them that way. Um, A lot of people love to celebrate the holidays and they love to express their excitement about the holidays through their art and their craft and their creations. And there are so many fun things that you can make related to holidays. Um, Some people don't give a whim about the holidays and they don't make a darn bit of difference at all. And they just like to do the the eclectic maneuver of moving forward with the um, free-flowing, Uh, Whatever sparks their fancy, more eclectic, more, um, you know, let's say all of a sudden you're fascinated by paper dolls and you want to make a paper doll junk journal. And next week it's celestial and stars and you want to go explore that. Or it's astrology and all the different zodiac signs and you want to go explore that. There's so many um, fun ways to approach things. Um, But I was thinking it's interesting how different crafters do it. And um, the holiday push is big. It's, um, well, let's face it, everywhere you go, the stores are geared up to present the next holiday, whatever it is, in your face, in all its bells and whistles and happy glory, uh, with signs and decorations and buy this now, you're gonna need it for Halloween. Nobody else has this little pumpkin and you need, it's half price today if you buy it now, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And, so it's kind of uh, uh, everywhere, and um, I think probably most of us understand that. Um, you know, you go to the Dollar Tree, everything is Halloween. You, you know, you, it just changes with the seasons, and our crafting can do that too. And um, that can be an exciting thing because it's like turning the page. Okay, what are we doing now? Um, or it, it can be full of pressure because you might say to yourself, "Hey, I'm I." I, you know, I get the holiday thing, or maybe I don't have kids, and I, you know, it just doesn't matter that much to me, or I'm not that excited about the holidays, or maybe I celebrate different holidays. Um, you know, it's always important to touch your own little heartstone and find out what makes it sing. And I encourage you to keep going down those paths. But irregardless of whether you like holidays or not, uh, that was just an example, really. But what is your crafting style? What compels you? What pulls you forward? Um, Do you move forward based on something that 
inspires you? Or do you have a mapped out, planned out regimen where you're going to be handling different, for example, holidays at certain time periods where it's not so much what you're compelled to do next, it's just that's your next uh, locus of focus. (laughs) And uh, that could be um, equally rewarding because it gives you a destination to look forward to. You can set your ship a sail and it may take many paths to get there. Um, and the holiday will come and go, whether you're prepared or not. You know how that happens sometimes. That's when everybody gets gift cards. That's right, people. We always have gift cards. Um, and you know, thank goodness for gift cards because sometimes we just don't have it together. Sometimes there's stuff going on and we just can't quite wrap it all up in time for the big shebang. Or if we're going to finish it, it might be weeks after the actual event. And it's still wonderful and it's still great. And I think. Probably 99% of people understand that life sometimes gets in the way. You know how that happens? I know, I know. So it's exciting to think about what's coming next for you and what what gets your engine going in that direction. Um, I have to admit right now I'm getting a little excited about Halloween. Yeah, I, I got all excited about Christmas and now for some reason I'm excited about Halloween. I'm like all about the Halloween now. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And... Um, uh, to me, there's like different kinds of Halloween, the way Halloween can be expressed. There's the, well, there's actually quite a few different ways. There's the, like the typical children's ver- version where you have cutesy, adorable little ghosts and goblins and pumpkins and things like that. Uh, and these are all very valid, very wonderful types of Halloween. Um, and then you have maybe um, a little bit more adult, I would say, kind of a little more scary now, that could also live in the teenage world. A little scary, maybe there's a mystical aspect to it. Um, maybe you bring in other, I don't know, maybe you bring in other things. There's a gothic element to it. You know, you can have that aspect of it going. Um, then there's, I would say, vintage Halloween, which can be just beautiful and historical and collectible and amazing and and um, uh, very heartwarming and hearkening back to days gone by and like all of these different aspects of one simple concept seem to be intriguing because you can approach um, one holiday many different ways Uh, and that's kind of fun you know because you can try it on differently each year so it's just not like the same old pumpkin you know what I mean you can take a pumpkin and you can make it Um, inviting for children or you could make it a little spooky Um, you could make it super scary you could make it nightmare pumpkin or you could maybe make it gothic pumpkin or Edgar Allan Poe-ish pumpkin or Frankenstein pumpkin I mean there's a lot of different ways that oh that would be cool a Frankenstein pumpkin yeah yeah that'd be kind of cool would that be fun to go for Halloween a Frankenstein pumpkin Um, there's just so many different ways you could do it so I invite you to think of what, whatever you think in terms of, whatever is your, the lead on your sleigh that is pulling you. Um, think about how you could approach it, how you've always approached it, how you've enjoyed approaching it, and if there are other ways to approach it that maybe you didn't have an opportunity to sit down and consider yet. Because I know, life gets in the way. Um, so yeah, so that, that's kind of a lot of fun. I mean, let's take a running stab at Thanksgiving, which I would say it's, um, well, okay, you can approach it from the food fest 
category, uh, you know, approach. That is, um, it, let's face it, it's a food fest. You know, who are we kidding? There's the past the gravy and where's the pumpkin pie? Um, there's a lot of focus on food and you can entirely come from that. And that can be actually comical or it can be serious. And then there's the whole gratitude aspect. And that could actually be comical or serious as well, depending on how you, how you work it. And then there's the historical meaning uh, that was originally, uh, I guess, the whole Pilgrim story and all of that and everything. And so there's the historical nature and aspect of the history of the holiday itself and what it meant to people and all of that. And then there's, I guess there is a childlike aspect to it too, because um, you could make a child um, inviting version of a Thanksgiving, which could be fun. It always reminds me of, I, I think I've told this story before, but if you ever had the book's highlights as a children, as a child, and um, uh, there was this one section called Goofus and Gallant, and it was this little, they were brothers, and uh, Goofus was the guy who goofed up all the time, and Gallant, he was the one who always did everything right, and uh, <laughs> uh, so there was a, I think it was a Thanksgiving table, and um, there was this giant pumpkin pie, and um, Goofus wanted the giant pumpkin pie. And I forget exactly how the story evolved, but basically Goofus ended up eating the giant pumpkin pie, which turned out to be a wax centerpiece. And Gallant, of course, took a smaller piece of the smaller pie that was sitting beside it or something, which was the amazing you know, pie that Grandma made, and it was wonderful. And uh, I think they just showed Goofus's face with his you know, funny expressions, taking mouthfuls, mouth, mouthful? mouthfuls of um, wax. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. But... I digress. Um, okay, so, yeah, and, and then, of course, there's Christmas. You can approach that from so many ways. Um, and also, there's the religious aspect, the biblical aspect of a lot of holidays. You can bring that in as well, um, if, if that is your calling or you're drawn towards that. Um, so there's just so many different ways to approach things. Now, if you're an eclectic crafter and you're just, like, meandering along... And um, that's the way I was for a long time, actually. I, I never did the holidays. I just thought, why am I going to collect all this holiday stuff? And then the holiday is going to be over. And then I'm going to be stuck with all this holiday stuff till next year. Uh, it took me a while to figure out that if I enjoy the experience of making the holiday stuff, then it's okay to have a little stash left over because you can actually make holiday stuff all year long, but then just actually give it to somebody or utilize it or sell it during the holiday seasons because... Once the holiday season is here, you, you're in the holiday season, you know what I mean? You have to have your ducks in a row. And if you're not thinking about the holiday season in July, it's going to be interesting to see a, a big catch-up. Now, if you're only making one junk journal for your sister Sally, or your mom, or the, girl, or the pet sitter, or whatever, and maybe not a big deal, but... If you're thinking, hey, I would like to give everybody a junk journal in my family or maybe a small junk journal or a set of notebooks or a set of greeting cards or all the other wonderful things we make. Maybe I'm giving bookmarks to everybody to put in their stockings. Um, sometimes it's a good idea to have a little bit of a running start because there's always the, oh yeah, I forgot about that person. And you got to have a few backups. You know what I mean? It's always a good idea to have those backups just in case because there's, there's nothing worse then when, you know, you're having the dinner and then they brought the so-and-so and you completely forgot about the so-and-so and there they are looking at you and, and you're like, well, I got nothing. Wait, let me let me run in my craft room and make something before uh, before we all sit down for dinner. 
it's always good to have a few of those things ready ahead of time. Yes, yes, yes. And when you don't, you have your pile of gift cards. Never hurts to have some gift cards. Um, wouldn't it be nice, actually, instead of, you know, giving everybody gifts at Christmas, we all just got together and made new stuff? That would be fun. That would, that would, that would be a fun party I'd like to go to. Sign me up for that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, there's a, um, a lot of ways to approach it. So, again, I was of the eclectic nature. I still am, but um, mostly in the beginning. Like, I didn't do holidays at all. So, I would just do whatever I was um, inspired by, whatever spoke to me, whatever compelled me because I would be excited about it. And that just drew me in. Like I'm looking right now at a stargazer lily across the room and it's just so beautiful. The, the beautiful fuchsia and deep pink colors are coming out and I could just like do, a, I could do a journal just about that beautiful flower and how gorgeous it is and um, has this most wonderful aroma and um, I just fall in love with every little aspect of that. And um, it helped me start to learn that there's many ways to look at one thing that helped me with my crafting when I'm taking one concept and spreading it across different uh, signatures in my journal where I want to um, express a different, the same concept, in, say four different ways. It helps the wheels of the imagination start to turn. So you can take one thing and focus on it and think about it differently. Think about what it feels like, think about what it smells like, think about what it looks like, think about what it could be used for, think about what it actually is, think about its natural environment, think about what it would look like in an unnatural environment, think about um, uh, other purposes for it that are not actually its original purpose. Like, for example, the stargazer lily I think of like well let me picture a little paper doll but she's wearing stargazer lily petals as her dress and now maybe I'm making a um, almost a fairy um, version of this little uh, tiny person um, and and it'll just be created from that all of a sudden you're now creating fairies out of uh, flowers and things like that and that can take you down a whole other road and off you go you're just off and running and you just never know where this will lead and those little paths where you never know where they can lead they can be a lot of fun and you can get really excited about creating something um, and maybe you like fairies fairies is a very um, fun and interesting theme for junk journals um, and you can also do fairies many different ways it doesn't always have to be like um, pixie fairies it could be pixie fairies it could be thumbelina style fairies um, it could be magical and mystical fairies. Or if you go into the old, I think it's old, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like old pagan folklore, Irish folklore, um, where fairies were not necessarily cute and frilly, but they actually had some attitude, you know what I mean? And they drew the line in the sand, like, you don't come here, you don't step on my toadstool, don't step into the ring unless invited. You know, there were, there were fairy rules, okay? And like you could take that whole aspect of it. And um, I think there's some book out there that, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very beautiful illustrated book, but it's kind of a weird concept. It's squashed fairies, if you've ever seen it. It's as if there was a fairy in the book and somebody closed the book on it and it got squashed and somebody drew a picture of that. And it's just pages and pages of squashed fairies. Um, I find it a little bit disturbing, but it, it, I have to give it credit. It was unique. And, um, but I think that comes from the different 
ways fairies are viewed. And uh, um, then, you know, you, you can go off in any direction. I mean, even Christmas, uh, you can completely go the biblical, biblical religious aspect of uh, Christmas, or you can completely go the commercialized, uh, completely uh, religious scrubbed version of Christmas. And uh, both are fine. You know, do what your heart, you know, makes you sing, heart makes your heart sing. But um, uh, there, like, yeah, there are many, many ways to approach the same singular concept. And I invite you to challenge yourself to take a concept that maybe you do a lot, maybe you're very comfortable with, like for example, birds. A lot of uh, folks love to use birds and vintage bird type images in their junk journals. And, you know, taking that one concept and thinking, how could we take the bird concept and alter it or look at it from a different perspective? Maybe you want to go towards spooky birds, like maybe ravens and things like that, Mystery, mysterious kinds of birds, owls, ravens, crows, that type of thing. And maybe that could be your Halloween junk journal. Maybe it's just owls, ravens, and crows. And it's just, it's not, it doesn't have the Halloween stamp on it, but it has the Halloween feel, the Halloween essence, the Halloween, um, um, yeah, just the feeling. It has that feeling that there's something mysterious and spooky and suspenseful and um, that type of thing. A lot of people like to make grimoires or uh, witches' spell books, as, as far as I understand. And so they're kind of a magical, mysterious, um, you know, intoxicating potion kind of feeling going on there. And, you know, that you can do a lot of fun things with that. Or how about dragons? You know, you could make uh, beautiful dragon uh, imagery and uh, just have some wonderful fun with um, those things. And you can also hook that to a holiday if you so choose. Now, just because we are coming upon a bushel full of holidays, I guess that's why I keep mentioning holidays. I must have holidays on the mind. I tell you, I was pure eclectic before. I never gave the holidays a bat of an eye. And now all of a sudden, I'm all about the holidays. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm getting older, thinking about family, friends, and, and that type of thing, and you know how meaningful everything is. You know, one day closer to death, and uh, um, you know, got to really appreciate uh, those who are around us and our loved ones. And um, um, you know, with the whole you know stuff going on with the uh, you know the world, that um, it's kind of nice to focus on the traditions, the simple, the basic, um, the pure, the just I don't know the naturalness of just crafting and making something by hand. It it. There's a beautiful old-fashioned quality about it. You know, when Grandma made your sweater and how you cherished that sweater because Grandma made it, and it didn't have to be perfect. It just was the fact that Grandma made it, and it really meant that Grandma focused on you and just you for quite a while while she was making that. And I think that these books that we give people also um, may give people that feeling that, you know, while this book was being made, maybe they were thinking about me, and that's very special. So don't be too hard on yourself if your book is uh, not perfect, because I think that the feeling and the meaning that is in that book, um, even if they give you squirrely face, even if they give you that look that just says, what on earth did you just give me? Somehow they know you fussed on it for a long time, and it was for you. Uh, even if they don't show you right then, odds are they're going to 
that they're going to feel that later on. And uh, while, you know, I would just say, enjoy the process of your crafting, have fun with it. Um, go out on your own little edge and see if you can look at your um, places where you uh, are drawn to and look at them with new eyes to see how you can uh, create some newness and freshness for yourself because there's no shortage of ideas. There's no shortage of ways to look at things with new ideas. And you can always hook ideas together and take everything in new directions. So have yourself an absolutely fabulous fall, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas season or a wonderful eclectic journey uh, to wherever you travel. And uh, so uh, from all of us to all of you, remember that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon. Don't forget to sign up for the free monthly email newsletter and we will be talking to you next time. Say, say bye-bye, Sunny. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll talk next time. Everything went fine at the vet. It looks like I'm going to make it. Okay, great. Sunny, thanks a lot. All right, everybody, take care. Big hugs. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost. Welcome. Welcome to the Paper Outpost, the uh, Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. This is the junk journal podcast. I'm sitting here with Sunny in the craft room. What you thinking, Sunny? All sorts of thoughts, Mom. Okay, Sunny is my little white Maltese pup. And, uh, well, he's officially two years old now, and I have no idea how that happened. How did you become two? I don't know. It just happened. I know. I feel the same way when I get older. Um, And, um... So, if we're going to get older anyway, let's get older together, and let's have some good old papery fun. I was thinking today about, um, you know, what we do in life, where we go, all these exciting things are going on out there, and then thankfully, we have this realm, and I do call it a realm, because I think it, it rightly um, embraces that title uh, well, we have the paper realm, where... We go and we explore paper. And there's a world of simple paper pleasures. Um, It's, I want to say it's a magical land where we all go off and we're like little fairies uh, bouncing from little piece of paper to little piece of paper. And sometimes that is true. Sometimes that is the experience. Um, Right now in my craft room, I'm uh, attempting to have some simple paper pleasures. I cleaned my desk. And I have apparently amassed some more scraps. And uh, so now I am faced with, do I just put them in my trunk and keep growing the pile? Do I have another contest, <laughs> um, which I could continually do forever? Or do I turn some of these into some simple paper pleasures? And there's really, it's a small collection. And when I, I'm, I'm here, can you hear the collection? That's the collection. I actually got a bowl from the kitchen. I decided, um... I'm going to put them in a little bowl so I can see what I have to work with because I was just doing the pile on the desk technique, like a small pile of little miscellaneous scraps. But when the whirlwind of uh, me comes along and I start to craft, that little pile gets spread out everywhere. So I thought to contain the little beast, I would put it into a bowl and that way it would be easier to manage. I could just leaf through, pull out a thing or two and make it into something. Now, 
Um, I did come across a big pile of Trivial Pursuit cards the other day, and I thought, boy, these are just beckoning to be turned into uh, journal pockets, journal tucks, little journal cards. Aren't they? They're the perfect size. Um, you can usually find them for not too much money, and you get a big set. They're all pre-cut, and the only downside is they have printing on both sides. Now, you can purely honor what is there and just tuck that in as a little piece of memorabilia. A lot of people um, used to play or still play Trivial Pursuit. Um, apparently, this is the all-sports edition. Uh, all-star sports. Okay, pff, I, I would never play that edition. I would be like, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> One after another. And um, so I thought, what is the easiest way to... Have a simple play per, play per pleasure, as, as I say. <laughs> simple play per pleasures with um, these little cards. And basically we need to lighten the surface or make it white or a, a solid base of something. So we can cover it with a piece of paper. I have a lot of scraps that I could cover it with, so that's not a problem. Um, I was going to put the washi tape over it and make some fun little um, ornament ornaments. Oh, actually... I wonder if you did cover these with washi tape. Could you turn them into little Christmas ornaments? Oh my gosh, we could totally do that. I think I'm going to do that. I think I have to leave the podcast right now and do that. Okay, no, I'm not leaving the podcast right now. But that would be a lot of fun, right? And and what an inexpensive, fun way to use up that stuff that we've amassed. And uh, I can't be the only one out there. Okay, there may be some that still don't have a ridiculous hoard of washi tape. Way to go, people. Don't over buy the washi tape. It is like potato chips. You're thinking, well, I like that one, but I also like that one, that one, that one. Oh, and look at this tube of 10. Look at this case of 40 that I can buy on Amazon. Yes, yes, you can. And then, my dear, you must find a purpose for all that washi. And there's tons of purposes for washi. I sometimes think it's the forgotten about craft supply. And I think maybe because it has a plasticky feel, it has like a um, waxy plasticky feel. And maybe for some paper lovers, that's not intriguing. I go back and forth on it. Um, I don't like everything to feel plastic. I don't like a lot of acetate, but a little bit here and there every now and then. I mean, it's it, it's wonderful to make a page trim from. Um, and you can cover so many things if you're worried about people getting, you know, greasy, oily fingers on stuff. You, you put it on there and that will repel. So that's an advantage, right? Uh, I did successfully gild on it the other day. So gilding waxes and pastes do adhere to it. I think that's because like dissolves like and the wax and the oil and the paste are all similar. But then I think the waste, the waste, the paste, <laughs> the paste dries and then it stays there. Or at least it would take a good thumbnail scratch to get it off. But I made some bookmarks and they, I think um, I really like them. And I, I just like have this urge to make a lot of bookmarks and maybe a lot of little Christmas ornaments. Maybe we could use the um, Christmas digis in combination with those. I wonder, if, yeah, maybe I could do that. That would be fun. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. I wanna try it right now, but I'm gonna hold myself back. That's how it happens. You're just sitting here babbling away, talking about something, holding one item. And off you are on a new simple paper pleasure. And uh, I should write that down. Where's my book? Yeah, it's not here. My my book to capture all ideas. All right, you're coming with me. I can take you with me, which is kind of cool. Okay, we are now migrating into the living room. And there is the book, the book of all ideas. 
come to me little book. Actually, there's three books here right now. There's the daily book. Then there's the massive capture of ideas book. And then there is the mapping out of all things coming book. Okay. Yep. A lot of, okay. I maybe do not journal the chronicles of my life, but boy, I have a lot of on the go journals ready to rock with daily um, to-dos and business and stuff like that. So that's kind of fun. That's, that's how I journal. So I guess, I guess in a sense I journal. Oh, you know what? I can actually craft and talk to you. You know what? I've never really thought about that before. I'm, I'm, I, I can put my phone down. Look at me. I'm such a big girl. Um, hang on. I'm going to pull over my washi tape. You know, I'm just looking at my uh, trimmings of my cereal box I was working with the other day. And really, those are like uh, Trivial Pursuit cars, about the same thickness. You could also make those into little, oh, very cute little um, ornaments. Huh. All right, we're going to have some fun with this. All right, so, yeah, I mean, yes, I do do use journals, but maybe in a non-traditional sense. But, hey, paper gets used around here. Don't fear... I'm not using the paper because I am. I'm using the paper. Lots of it and all the time. Okay, so today I'm going to see if this Amazon Basics washable, safe, non-toxic glue, all-purpose glue stick will hold its muster. I'm going to now put this all over the, um, what is this? It's It's a game card. Thank you. And, okay, to put it on there. And now I'm just going to cover the surface with some washi. Okay, just like I did. All right, just trimming, cutting, trimming, coming, trimming. Well, yeah, you can totally see through it. Okay, well, that didn't work. Um, all right, so we're gonna have to go to plan B. Hmm, I think I have an idea. I do, I think I have an idea. Okay, just take the washi off, okay. okay. That's the nice thing about washi is you can just peel it right off before it goes all uh, gluey stick hoo-ha on you because that you have a moment. What if I took a piece of white paper and I could do the wraparound, like the bed sheet thing, but I, I don't want to get involved in that much. No, no, I don't want to do that much. Okay, so I think this is just simple paper pleasure happening here today. I've already got glue on the one side of this, so I'm going to glue this down to a corner. I should show you this on a video, really. Okay, there. Now, I'm going to use the card as the template to cut. Where did the ruler go? All right, who moved the ruler? I always hang it there. It's not there. It's big. It can't go far. Where'd you go? I I don't understand. Okay, not here. I'll I'll get backup ruler. I have backup ruler. Yeah, the the cyber gremlins. Um, my desk elves are at their at their uh, uh, peak right now. Apparently, moving things on my clean desk. Okay, I am now cutting the paper. This is actually. Oh, I don't even need to cut it. Maybe I can tear it. Oh, did you hear that? I just tore it on the ruler. Oh, I got one little short side. I probably should cut this. But that way, it's going to fit exactly. It's going to be like one of those no muss, no fusses. Are they edges right as it get? No, it just totally fits. That's kind of nice. Do I have to do that to the other side too? Well, are you going to use it as a pocket or a tuck, Pam? What are you going to do with it? Well, I want to try the... Uh, I want to try the Christmas ornament thing. Okay, so just restick those down. Well, you're going to have to do it on both sides then because it's going to twirl. Okay, so just put it down on another piece of paper. See, this is this is how it actually happens. This is uh, life in the craft room. So I'm turning the... I have one piece of white paper glued onto 
the back of one game card. And now I'm taking my Amazon glue, seeing if this is going to hold. It has a completely different consistency and feel compared to the Scotch-Grade glue stick. And um, so I'm, I'm putting it here on the edges so I only have to cut two sides. All right. And let me just trim two sides. So yeah, the discovery of something new. Sometimes you, you know, you're wondering, what am I gonna make today? What am I gonna do? Sometimes all you have to do is sit down and pick up one thing and look at it. And and I wasn't planning on doing this today. This is completely out of left field, but now I'm excited about it. I don't know. I get excited about Christmas in July. And, and that for me, it's like Christmas from here till you know, December, <laughs> end of December. Um, okay, so now I have both sides covered with white paper. That was not hard. Um, the cutting wasn't bad. There was tearing involved. I like that. And now we're going to cover it with the washi tape. Okay, so, well, now I have to put the glue down again. Okay, so now you got to do like twice the glue here. Okay, I'm still thinking, is there another better way to cover this with, with only one step? I, I think it would be to use the, uh, uh, whatever you're going to cover it with, something that's opaque. I think that's the trick. Like, for example, if you are going to do, um, you know what would be pretty? Some pretty um, book page backgrounds. Yeah, book pages are opaque mostly, the, the regular thickness ones. And that would just be super pretty um, to make little ornaments out of those. Okay, maybe we have to play with that. All right, so I'm going to do these out of washi tape because I, I really do have a bajillion of washies to use up. And also, and I've had them for years, like seven years, ten years. I mean, like before I was born, people were giving me washi tape. So maybe you want to do this just so you can go buy more washi tape and I'm not saying that that's not my my intention because it could be because I have to admit I was having a look out there and there's some really cool washi tape out there that I, I can't justify getting because I have so much so I have to use up what I have so I feel good about it yes and then I can go buy more <laughs> because really I mean if that's my worst vice and I'm not saying it is or it isn't but if it was that's not so bad I mean yes Excuse me. On her tombstone, it says she bought too much washi tape. Yes, she was a washi tape hoarder. I can live with that. That is okay. If the grandkids found out about that, like, oh, grandma, she was a washi tape hoarder. And they're probably, you know, I don't have grandkids per se, but um, if, uh, well, actually I do. No, that's, do I? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I was trying to figure out if my husband has a brother who has kids. No, but those would be nieces and nephews. Okay. Sniffing too much glue. Apparently. Um, okay, we're going to do the back on this too. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, if, that was uh, Granny's worst uh, claim to fame is that she had too much washi tape. You know, so be it. You know, it's okay. It keeps me off the streets. You know, I, you know, I found, like, all you guys, are my, my new friends, this is awesome. Um, paper friends of the world. I mean, this is amazing that so many of us love this crazy craft. And I think we've been all secretly doing this in, like, the darkness of our craft rooms at home. And maybe we had no idea that others were doing it, too. I mean, that was really my story. I've seen, you know, and, and um, gone to paper crops and things like that. And I don't even know if it was a crop. Uh, I just went to a, a couple of classes and stuff. And there's a, a lot of people who were already interacting over paper. And apparently, 
nobody sent me the memo because I didn't know that existed. I mean, I didn't know people got together and played with paper. I knew of quilting bees and sewing bees, I think, but uh, I did not know there were paper bees. And uh, um, how fun is that? I mean, and, and that can be your own style, your own choice. Do you like to cluster in a bunch? Do you like to craft alone? Um, uh, maybe you get together and then craft and then craft alone and then show what you made. That's fun too. Um, I don't know. I think that's a nice, it's a nice peaceful world when we're doing fun things like that. Okay. That was, I have to admit that was very fulfilling and I only have 742,000 Trivial Pursuit all-star sports cards to go, but could that be a really cute little ornament. Well, I think it could. I mean, I would think you would just punch a hole in the top and maybe set an eyelet and and then, you know, dangle the little guy. Just dangle him. Oh, wait till my husband finds out I'm, I'm going to make 7,000 of these. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he likes to, um, he likes a tree that's, uh, let's just say he likes a big tree and he likes it fully decorated with commercial stuff. And I am of the cloth where I would love to hand make every ornament that goes on the tree every year, make it different. I did that once. Oh gosh, I made all these um, uh, ornaments out of ribbons and I made them look like angels. If you saw my book angel um, video recently, I did, I made them with embroidery cloth, embroidery cloth, embroidery floss because it was already bunched in a way that made it very easy to make. But the ones on my tree, I, I used, um, pieces of cut ribbon and trim and I bunched them all together and made a head and, and little body and wings. And, um, that was fun. That was really a lot of fun. And I uh, covered the whole tree in it and it was a, an angel tree of uh, amazement, I thought. <laughs> and uh, so we kind of trade off like some years. Um, we'll do that like Pam makes the ornaments and then the other year like we'll decorate from the from from the store, store decorations. And um, but I have to admit, I do love going down to my thrift shops and finding decorations um, that people have just let go. You know, maybe they're doing a different color, a different theme. And we do general oh, I forgot the white piece of paper okay back over um we do um oh let me try some paper bag that might be fun um what are you trying to say Pam um we do go for a color theme uh, each year like maybe oh we did a pink one that was a lot of fun you know how the pink ones are kind of People are doing those lately, pink Christmas tree, like decorated in pink, or pink birds and bows, or something like that. You know, just a, kind of like a little theme. Not too matchy-matchy, you know, but um, eclectic pink birds and bows, because that's the only way I can do things. Um, and then you just run out and you find stuff related to that, and that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's a little adventure into the, um, you know, maybe what, what you just, you're on the hunt, you're on the find, and you can find stuff. And what was it last year? I think it was last year. It was hard to find Christmas ornaments. I think it was because of the, you know, nothing was being shipped anywhere. And um, so making your own is not a bad idea, um, especially if it uses up the stuff and you make something good out of it, and then you can go buy more stuff. Okay, I know, I know, it's craziness. It's craziness, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> All right, okay, so there we go. Oh, there we go, and I got the second one done. All right, well, 
I'm not, I'm only halfway done this one. Um, but yeah, simple paper pleasures. Sometimes you just got to sit down with one little concept and you don't have to make a thousand every time you sit down. Maybe you just, you just want to make one and see what it feels like. And that's okay. It's very non-committal that way. The pressure is very low. And I think it's important to keep the process fun and easy and breezy. And if you're compelled to make more, you will make more. You will tell the rest of the family to go away and let me craft because I'm crafting now. This is this is mom's crafting serious time. This is this is um, you know how she relaxes and it's good for her and she's happier. And when she comes back to you all, life will be better because she's happier. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, you want to keep mama happy um, no matter what because uh, life will be grand if you do. Yep, there you go. So now I'm covering this one with the washi. I'm feeling good about the washi. I'm almost coming to the ends of some rolls. Look at me go. Oh, it feels so good. Yes. Something, it's very satisfying. Have you seen those videos on YouTube? Literally, just like satisfying things, like like um, gooey paste filling up a mold, and you just watch it. It's like, oh, yeah, that was wonderful. The strange things we do. You know, we are an odd lot. Um... I don't really know what to say about it, but now we're listening to ASMR YouTube videos where we just like to hear the sound of things, the sound of crunching paper, the sound of somebody applying makeup to you. I saw this one where this woman was applying makeup into the camera as if she was putting it on you, but you weren't really there. You were watching it on YouTube and and there was something like magically supposed to be relaxing about that. So I just, you know, I don't recognize the world anymore. So I I don't know what to say about it all, but I'm going to um, just hang out with the papers and and you guys, and I think all will be well. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Remember to sign up for my free monthly emailed newsletter. If you haven't done that, you're going to get a free digital digital image, a free printable. Oh, that's much easier to say. Why did I why did I have to call it digital digi kid? Did, why, did, printable. I, I should change the name. Yes, I have printables in my uh, Etsy shop. That's much easier to say. Oh, oh I, I, well, can I change it now? I don't know. Is it too late? Has the ship got sailed? Maybe. Well, maybe I'm just going to change it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, you get a free printable. And um, so if you like that sort of thing and you like to print it out and at home and use it in your artwork any way you like, you can do that. And um, yeah, so I hope you're having fun out there. All my links are down below my videos. You can check out all my stuff. And Sunny and I are just wishing you the most wonderful best day ever. Um, we are here thinking about you. And uh We're hoping you had a lot of simple paper pleasures today. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.